0: Welcome to the 301 Colored Commentators, a monthly podcast series where two black men from the state of Maryland debate and get their hot takes on movies, professional wrestling, and TV shows. So have a listen, have a look-see, but nonetheless, enjoy! Hey, what's up, folks?
1: How y'all doing?
0: Yeah, welcome to the 301 Colored Commentators, episode number two of season number two. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2004 film, The Notebook the 1987 main event of WrestleMania 3.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And finally, we're going to be talking about season 2 of the Star Series BMF.
1: What up, though?
0: Yeah, what's up, though? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I not say it right. What up, though? That's what supposed to say. What up, said.
1: though? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So What you been listening to lately? Not even, It's not oh, what I
1: What's what's new in your life, man? Well, what?
0: it's not what I've been listening to lately, it's what I've been watching, Anthony. What's up? That 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 series on Netflix. A friend of mine, Mike, mm-hmm. he put me onto this series Kaleidoscope.
1: Did you Oh, see? never.
0: Yeah, with yeah, Giancarlo Esposito, a Gus Fring from Breaking Bad.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He basically, it's about, a, he, he forms a team together to perform a heist. Yeah. But it's shown in non-sequential order and by color, like all the different colors of a kaleidoscope. Like, Interesting. Like the, but it always ends on the day of the heist. Yeah, but, but the episode I got started off with was like six days before the heist. And it can be as far as 24 years before it, six hours after it, mm-hmm. or six hours before it. Okay. It's interesting. It's a character study and very, very, very educational too about the laws in regards to finances
1: and bearer bonds, kind of like an Ozark. Yeah, got you nice. You actually Cool, man. What about yourself? Um, I don't think I've been listening to anything different from what I usually listen to. Nothing new has really come out, so it's been like a rotation of like Afrobeats, old school hip-hop, hmm. some new school hip-hop, pop music, just a little blend of everything. Uh, as far as watching, uh, I got on this, uh, Japanese anime show on Netflix as well. What's it called? Called, um, uh, The Vinland Saga. The Vin. It's based on Vikings. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's actually pretty good. Uh, watched, uh, Beef as well. It's funny, funny show on mm-hmm. Netflix.
0: That joint with, uh, Ali Wong and yeah, Steve Young?
1: Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, I, um, yeah, so that's what I've been... Kind of tuned into it and just been adulting. You know how it goes.
0: Yes, I do know how it goes.
1: Um, but um, other than that, I'd like to say uh, rest in peace to two goats. One, uh, superstar Billy Graham. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Um, partially why I'm wearing this, even though this is a Randy Savage. <laughs> um Hulk Who T, because, you know, he's also a GOAT, so shout out to Savage all day, every day.
0: And, and, and Billy Graham, if not for him, there'd be no Hogan, yes. so hence Hulk Who.
1: Exactly. So that's why I'm wearing that, to, to give my uh, respect to Billy Graham, because I remember also wrestling in peace to my bro and cousin, Ivan, who actually, ironically, put me on wrestling in the late 80s. <laughs> I remember when um, we were all fans of Hogan, and he was like, man, you think Hogan was the man? to of superstar billy graham he actually put me on him back then um obviously that was on the latter stage of billy graham's career i think he had a hip injury at that time so he mm-hmm. had kind of stopped being in the ring he was doing commentary at the time right but i he'd show me some old school footage from him in like the mid 80s and i was like respect so i could actually see the correlation between him and hogan is literally a spitting image between like the blonde, the blonde, the, the muscles. Blonde. He was actually more ten times more ripped than Hogan and Ventura, in his prime. He was very, very ripped.
0: Um, I think Hogan early in early, in, well, specifically in Rocky Three when he had that Thunderlips uh, character. Yeah. I think that was more Billy Graham than what's it called. Then, then? then the later Hulkamania. The later Hulkamania. Yeah,
1: he kind of like tweaked it to his own little, his own little identity, but the the core of it came from Superstar Billy Graham. So. Right. Rest in peace to him. He's definitely a legend in in wrestling history. Also, rest in peace to Jim Brown. Yes. A GOAT in the NFL. Um, I think, honestly speaking, when you look back into football, he kind of changed the trajectory of the NFL to what it is today. Running
0: back? Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the best running backs.
1: He's like, he's the one that set the standard for running backs um, down till today. Um, Left in his prime to do some, you know, activism for us colored folks at the time he was so, an,
0: and he was in damn near every black exploitation yeah, yeah, in the yeah 70s. yeah
1: so he i mean later on in, in his life i didn't agree with some of his stances but for the most part respect to jim brown because he is he is a big 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 uh, historical personality for black people in this country and a goat yes. in uh, the nfl so shout yeah. out to him he was dominant he was a man amongst boys when he was playing Left the league in his prime, and he was everybody was scared of him.
0: Even even what's it called when he played in any given Sunday when he was the uh, the, the the running backs coach. Yeah, running backs coach. What <laughs> the shit he was saying to the players? We made the playbook simple for you because you're dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was badass. Um, he looked scary as hell. Should, yeah, you should hear people's takes on him. Even um, dude Hightower from uh. Police Doc- Academy.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Bubba Smith. Yeah,
1: he, he he was scared to death of Billy of um so Billy, of uh Jim Brown when he played because mm. Jim Brown was that gangster when he was playing. So um, kudos to him and uh, prayers to his family and everything. So died
0: at eighty seven, right? Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, anything else you wanna throw? Uh, I, in I saw.
0: I also saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Last week, I'm like, thank God that came out. And when you mentioned pop music as well, too, yeah. you know those films are just littered with pop Yay. music. Yeah, 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 that's true,
1: that's and true.
0: James Gunn, like, thank you for this. I mean, Ant-Man Part Three. Yeah, that was supposed to be that was how that was supposed to be good, but it wasn't as good as it should have been. Yeah. So for Marvel Phase Five films and like Guardians of the Galaxy Three, great way to close off the trilogy for now at least. Mm-hmm. And thank you for giving us a good Marvel films and Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: In case y'all don't know, you need to check into his channel. It's a goat channel for uh, Marvel stuff. Yeah, he's you're... an encyclopedia. Ever since I've known him, anything I need for Marvel, I just holler at him. He he knows his shit. I'm not kidding.
0: He knows football just, just he, know, he 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 knows football the way that I know Marvel, and I study just, off him.
1: Just yeah, just check just check his channel out, man. Shack Shack yeah three or just Shaq Shaq house. house. Okay, Shaq house Thank you. Check it out. It's it's real. It's real, so. Thanks for that. If you're a Marvel fan, just check his, check his, uh, his, uh,
0: mm-hmm. his YouTube channel. You will not be disappointed. You Absolutely will leave there not. laughing, happy, and educated. Facts, facts, mm-hmm. facts,
1: facts, facts.
0: So, shall we? Let's do it! All right, the first thing we're gonna talk about right now is the 2004 film, The Notebook. <laughs> Directed by Nick Cassavetes and released June 25th of 2004, it starred Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, James Marsden, Gina Rollins, James Garner, as well as Joan Allen and Kevin Connolly in supporting roles. The plot, it basically starts off in a nursing home where Duke, played by James Garner, he's shown to visit a woman, an elderly woman with dementia. He visits her every day with a great big notebook, and he tells her the same story every day, trying trying to rekindle her memories, bring the memories back to the surface. And the story he tells her? In 1940s, South Carolina, a wealthy socialite teenager played by Rachel McAdams named Allie Hamilton. Mm -hmm. She comes to town and instantly a dirt poor uh, iron worker or miner named uh, Noah Calhoun played by Ryan Gosling. He's smitten by her. After some prodding, she agrees to go out with him. They became lovers. Noah's father loves Allie, but it's the exact polar opposite with Allie's parents, uh, John and Anne. They're rich, so they don't like him and do whatever they can to keep Noah and Allie apart. And it goes on for years, them being apart. They find other lovers, but they eventually find their way back to each other. Mm -hmm. And back at the nursing home, Mm -hmm. the old man, he's trying to tell, he's trying to remind Allie, or or remind the, the old lady of the stories in order to rekindle her memory since she has dementia. Yeah,
1: yep, yep, yep.
0: Some fun facts about the film. It was generally, it generally got mixed reviews, but it performed well at the box office. It earned $117 million against a $28 million budget. And it received a number, of, a number of award nominations, winning 18 choice awards, including, as well as an MTV Movie Award. Nothing of, the, nothing of the Golden Globes or the Oscars, mind you. And ABC in 2012, they premiered an extended version of the movie with deleted scenes added back to the original storyline. Yeah. It was a sleeper hit and it gained a cult following. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, Spielberg was supposed to direct a film back in the mid-90s, right? But um, other obligations prevented him from doing that. And Tom Cruise would, would have been the lead as well, too. But Nick Cassidy... Yeah, but Nick Cassavetes, he wanted to do it, and he jumped in, and um, even though Martin Campbell was the guy that was negotiated to do the film as, at first, mm-hmm. Cassavetes, he, he really campaigned to do the film and eventually got himself as Martin's, Martin Campbell's replacement. Okay. Yeah, it was a star-making vehicle for Ryan Gosling, and for Rachel McAdams, it gave her career a boost because months earlier, she did Mean Girls, which was actually better than this.
1: Yeah, 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 that's true. That's and, true that was it, funny.
0: And which is funny, and also what's funnier is, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, this was their first film together. They're both Canadians playing Americans, right? And they didn't like each other at the the beginning of the film, uh, at the beginning of the filming, the production of this film. But then the director, he got them in a room, had them hash out their grievances, and they were able to work together. So much so that they became a power couple in real life eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, What else about the film? the, 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 the image of the film, of them making out in a rainstorm, that's like the signature image of the film, and it's been parodied and made fun of for good reason a thousand times. But enough about the fun facts about the film. What did you think of it? You go first. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I'll keep it real. I didn't like this movie. Is, Me neither. It was terrible. Um, maybe because I'm watching it for the first time. Grown-ass, grown, ass, grown-ass grown man. <laughs> um... This is the shit that I expected. Girls in our high school to enjoy. Yes. There's nothing realistic about this movie at all. Um, I it's a toxic relationship <laughs> from the <laughs> beginning to the end for the most part. Uh, nothing realistic about it. Um, I mean, there were some few. There were a few realistic elements of it, like the whole. Um, what you call it? class system, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, based on the fact that her parents didn't like him because he was from a poor background or whatever, and that that shit happens in real life. Yes. Um, And, like, certain elements, like her mom not wanting her to be with him because she experienced... The same thing. Same thing when she was younger. That kind of happens in real life with parents. It's a
0: Freudian, Freudian excuse in her case. It yeah. Kinda, it kind of makes it forgivable, I guess. Yeah, but... but uh, not by much.
1: Yeah.
0: Because uh, she took every... Le- this man mailed uh Allie a letter every day for a year. Yeah. And the mother was so present, she intercepted she, she, the letter. She
1: intercepted it. Didn't tear, straight,
0: didn't tear them up though. I'll give her that.
1: Reva's the Dion Sanders, them joints.
0: She Island. Silent, Island, thank Yeah, you. and then
1: uh, yeah. So she thought he was Awol and didn't give a shit.
0: That's exactly what they did in that film, over the top, a salon. Yeah, jump. same thing. Yeah. yeah when, with, with Robert Loggia's character
1: when he was yeah, when he was writing t- t- letters to his son, to his
0: son and and, and, and his son's mother. Yeah. And his son never got never them because them, your okay. father intercepted okay. and yep. hid them.
1: Straight took him to the house, dog.
0: That's, that's,
1: that's, <laughs> that's pick a, six. That's a straight rich. White, that's a rich
0: white people tactic. Hit him with the pick six, dog. But um, that's what rich white people do.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, what else? What else? What else? Um, the shit was a toxic relationship. I don't know why people loved it because it promoted some bullshit. She got married to a very good dude.
0: Well, I was about to get married to him. She was engaged. Oh yeah, she was
1: engaged. Oh. Only to cheat on his ass. Yeah, and when she tell, she goes back and tells
0: him pretty much. And he's like he he's pretty realistic about it. Well, what's it called? There are a few options I have here to end this. One of them is I can kill the guy and kill you, which he says to humorous effect. Humor, humor, and, and, humor. and he's right; he could have done that.
1: The crazy part about it, he was like a rich version of Gosling. Like, yeah, they, they have very similar personalities and like,
0: similar similar trajectories yeah, as well too. Exactly. They so. both went to war. Only Hammond. Lon Hammond, played by James Marsden, who played Cyclops in the X-Men films. Yeah. Yeah, he got injured during war, and while he was in a cast, he actually asked uh, Ally out. Yeah. Yeah, and he was persistent about it, too, but in a non-sociopathic way, because that's another thing I want to talk about. At least Lon Hammond, his character, he yeah. was a little bit more wholesome, a rich kid but a good guy.
1: Yeah. This dude, other he wasn't, guy wasn't pompous at all. Dude.
0: This other guy, uh, Ryan Gosling's character, he comes off as an entitled sociopath.
1: Stalker I mean, and all that.
0: The way he asked her out, he basically guilt-tripped her into going out with him, hanging hanging himself from what's called a Ferris wheel until
1: she agreed to say until she agreed to go out with him. Even then she didn't agree. He he when well, he saw her in public and was like, "You agree?" She's like, "No." I was kidding.
0: I was kidding. Just 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 to just to get oh, you. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, well, he did say that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> uh-huh. he did say that in the show, but uh, in the movie. But yeah, he literally uh, stalked her until she gave in.
0: I'm like, are you that in love, or are you um, just are you just an entitled sociopath?
1: Yeah. He was. He pretty much was. He was stalking her the whole time. Shit was crazy.
0: But it was toxic though. I mean, Allie,
1: she's impulsive. Uh, and um, bipolar dad, y'all like something like that. <laughs> Talking about, go ahead and leave, go ahead and leave. Please don't go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, the movie was, and, yeah. And, and
0: during the first time they had sex, she was like, did you know this was going to happen when you brought me here? I'm like, lady, just shut up and let it happen.
1: I don't know why people love this movie like that. Me neither. I, I didn't like the shit. Me but um, to, to add to it.
0: Um, and Noah, he's obsessive trying to convert a, plant, a former plantation into a livable
1: house. Because that's where they kind of romanced or whatever. Yeah. The dude was a psychopath, bro. Um, yeah. Uh, she cheats on her man who was... I mean, that happens in real life. I mean, you it know, sometimes, sometimes you may be in the picture-perfect relationship, but something is missing and he's, you move he, on. He's a real victim in the film. He was. He's like he's like uh, John Lawrence. <laughs> John? Johnny <laughs> Karate Kid. Uh, he was the victim in that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was actually. Daniel but, was a bully. Yeah, so... Um, Fuck that. I mean, if you like it, good for you. I, I don't like this shit. Um, let me think of something else that I thought was a pretty...
0: The twist, I saw th- I saw that come halfway through. Yeah,
1: big time. Yeah. Big time, big time. Um, oh, fuck
0: it, let's just spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the twist. The old couple in the film is Ryan Gosling yeah, 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 yeah. and a Rachel McAdams is old. Yeah, and he's just telling her the story every day so she'll remember she'll who remember she it's... is. Because she don't remember their, their yeah. kids or their grandkids, which yeah. sucks.
1: That was the only element of the movie that I respected and I liked. The fact that even though his partner and wife that he is married to or whatever is suffering from dementia and everybody around him is encouraging him to move on, but he, he stays true to her. Um, and that's what we all kind of ideally want to have or be with with our significant others, those that are married or whatnot or, you know, are Partners for life, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone hopes for down the line. So, that I respect to some extent. Um, I do think how they passed away at the end is bullshit together on again, the back because <laughs> it was so unrealistic that again. was stupid. But that the concept of how he just loved her to the end of time was dope. So, I fuck with that. Uh, everything else. <sighs>
0: everything else. I'm just like, uh, I don't the, know. the first time, here's another thing, an interesting tidbit. The first time that they have sex. She she wants seconds, right? Yeah. And ironically, the whole time she's wearing a pearl necklace. <laughs> oh, I didn't um, even. Catch okay, okay, thank you. You get that? Uh, yeah,
1: I didn't, that yeah that. I, didn't, I didn't even catch that.
0: Hopefully, you viewers understood that. Yeah,
1: I I didn't even catch that. but, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. And.
1: Yeah, I didn't even catch that. I was so I was I just wanted to get over, get the movie over with because at that point I was just kind of like, and also, what is this cringe? Like it was just so we we want to do the top unreal. It's it yeah, very high schoolish to me. It yeah. is rare. It is yeah, very,
0: very high, high schoolish. school-ish. In all, and in all honesty, even in high school, I saw a romantic movie that still blows this one out of the water yes. City of Angels.
1: I haven't seen it. I heard that's good, though.
0: With Nicolas Cage and yeah, Meg yeah. Ryan. I remember,
1: I remember that, General. I haven't seen it, though. I heard it's good.
0: Yeah, well, if you can get past Nicolas Cage sounding like a California surfer boy as an angel talking about, I'm a messenger from God. Oh, I
1: have seen previews of that. Or, 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 or uh, 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 excerpts of that. Yeah, I you, have seen.
0: That. Definitely been beeped. <laughs> or Poetic Justice or v- Vanilla Sky. Poetic
1: Justice, I've seen several times. Shout so, yeah, yeah, out to that. that, that that's, that's a Puck. hood classic. Yeah, great, great one. G- Sk- yeah.
0: Recipe's Pock and John Singleton. Yeah, and
1: John Singleton.
0: Vanilla uh, Sky was better than I thought it would be. It's a romantic with a science twist.
1: That goes to show you how much we didn't like this movie. We we're actually moving on to other movies, talking about other movies. Uh-huh. But we did it for y'all because you, you re- we requested it. So we. Went through the torture for the love of y'all. For the love of so, y'all, uh, yes. I want, after this, please, those that voted to watch, or for us to tell Y'all to better comment. Us, better comment and give us your outlook on this. Y'all better comment. I'm pretty sure a lot of you nothing. probably watched this when you were like in your 20s or in your teens. And still hold it dear. And still hold it dear. that whole nostalgia that you felt when you watched it back then. I, on the other hand, I'm watching it. At the age 40, and this shit is unrealistic and there's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I'm not hanging on no <laughs>
0: Paris Wheel to get a date. So that's, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry. Did if you I, expect that, nah. I'm sorry if I didn't see it the same way you did, but uh, at the very least, um, the old age couple I respect. So
0: yeah, that that that's respectable at least. That's yeah, that's the only yeah. realistic part.
1: Yeah, yeah, honestly speaking. Um, and I would say this. One part about the movie was the what, what made the movie decent the shit was unrealistic the script was unrealistic very cringeworthy but their chemistry was really good Goslin and um, Rachel McAdams yeah they had really good chemistry it almost felt like it was natural throughout the movie so that's probably why everybody fell in love with it, which I get. So that was mm-hmm. dope about. And that. the fact that
0: they became a real life couple, right? During because of the film. Because of
1: the film, yeah. So.
0: And Ryan Gosling, you lucky bastard. He's bang- He's got two kids with Eva Mendes. You know that. I
1: know. I know.
0: Lucky mother. He's a.
1: He's in a. He's in a band too. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. He's a musician. I mean, nope. Not too many people know about it. Uh, I forget what movie, the horror movie he was in, um, in the mid two thousand, the mid two thousand. No, not two thousand. The two thousand tens. I think it was Conjuring or something. Some Man. of his music from his band is actually in the movie, in the score, so that's he, how I actually found out.
0: And he was part of the Mickey Mouse Club, too, with, like, yeah, Justin Timberlake in yeah, yeah. them.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, that's all I have on this movie. Um, oh, so so Nick, make sure y'all yeah. comment. I love to hear what you guys had to say, especially y'all that saw it when you were younger. I don't know the demographic of our audience, but I have a feeling some of y'all are probably around our age or older. So when you saw this yeah. in, when in your youth, what kind of nostalgia did you bring? Were you in a relationship that you uh, smitten over that you wanted to mimic some of this? Hopefully, not the toxicity of this <laughs> shit, the good part about it. So, um, but let us know.
0: The um the only the only other thing that would draw me to the movie personally is the director, Nick Cassavetes. I liked him as an actor when he was in one of my favorite movies, the '86 B movie, The Wraith, with Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all know about that Joan, right there.
1: Got you. But got um. You.
0: As a director, I mean, he's pretty versatile. I mean, he, he can do this just like he can do a movie like Alpha Dog. And before this, he did yes, a... Yes,
1: the motherfuckers!
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that
1: movie. <laughs> but yeah.
0: And before this, uh, before this right here, he did a John Q with Denzel. Yeah. Which I, which I thought was a really good, good critique about U- U.S. healthcare.
1: Yeah, It's a good
0: one. Yeah, and, and even even for this film right here, what's it called? Um the old lady in the film the, the older alley, that's gina Rowlands. that's actually nick cassavetti's mother in real life oh mm-hmm.
1: dope, dope dope i think he also did a bunch of other rom romantic movies around this era right or am i mistaken
0: he may have he may have okay. i know i know a few of the movies that he directed the ones i mentioned but other rom-coms yeah possibly i mean he's proven to be able to do very similar but i heard this was, this
1: one just took off but the others were actually cinematically better
0: yeah i I believe that i'm
1: not probably probably not gonna find me watching those at this point Uh,
0: like the uh, the ones that we mentioned earlier vanilla sky poetic justice city uh of angels i'd rather watch those over this 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 will not be part of my blu-ray collection never yeah um not not even if it's to get a girl over
1: (laughs) yeah right um also yeah uh i forgot i was about to say i lost my train of thought but keep going i'll 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 remember before we move on um
0: yeah, we talked about yeah, the cheating fiance cheating on a fiance who clearly yeah, loves her. Yeah. And how the movie the movie glorifies cheating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and stalking. And stalking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. But uh yeah. Um I guess at the time it did its thing. It also catapulted their careers in Hollywood, I think, a little bit.
0: It did. I mean Rachel McAdams, I mean I like her she's pretty versatile herself. I mean, mm-hmm. I like her in a lot of things. She was in Southpaw. The other uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movie, yeah, 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 where she was his wife.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. Play the
0: fighter's wife. It's like, okay, you're a fighter's wife movie, the way you're yeah, talking she... shit. Yeah, I
1: remember that movie.
0: And True Detective season two, she was one of the lead detectives on there.
1: She has a pretty smile. She has a pretty smile.
0: I like her better, and she was in Wedding Crashers too.
1: Yeah, she was. Yes, yeah, she was.
0: The, the, the dark-haired one.
1: Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. yeah I like
0: yeah, her better when she's dark-haired. I don't like her better as a blonde. What is she naturally? A blonde. Oh,
1: okay.
0: okay. Yeah, she's better as dark-haired. Something okay. about that just okay. makes her look better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same thing with Blake lively. Like I liked her in a green in Green Lantern when she had a when she had a brunette done up. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. I do like you like this. Yeah, the, the trashy blonde you played in the Boston, Boston blonde you played yeah, in yeah. the town. town I like that. Yeah. But this is better right here. I
1: remember that. The town's
0: a good movie. So it's Kyle gonna take.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, um, I don't remember what I was gonna say. It's Probably not important because this movie is not important to me. But <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this discussion of this movie. Um, it did well in the box office. It's still pretty renowned. It's
0: it's a, it's a cult following to this yeah, day. It still does. It does. It
1: does. Um, why?
0: Why I? Uh,
1: I think that's probably the reason why I never actually got to because it was just so hyped. I was just like. Uh. When I get to it, I'll get to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll see what all the fuss is about. Now that we did, it's like... Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, uh-huh. I think part of the reason, a big part of the reason why I'm, it does nothing for me is where I am in life. It's just... Maybe if I'd watched it in my teens and I was in a relationship with somebody at the time, probably it'd, it'd, it'd have had a little bit of a positive take or effect on me. But nah, it's just the realism is just is pathetic. I'd have ba- this came
0: out <laughs> this, came, this came out when we were twenty-one. I'd have bashed it back then as much as I'm bashing it now.
1: Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know where yeah. I was when I was twenty. Maybe I would have liked it a little more, maybe I wouldn't. It depends on where I was at the time. Definitely not now though. So good luck with that. Um but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I did not like it, so I think we shall move on.
1: Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's go on. Next up is WrestleMania 3.
1: Yes, sir. This
0: was the third annual WrestleMania event and took place on March 29, 1987, in Pontiac, Michigan, at the Pontiac Silver Dome.
1: Which one of y'all were born? <laughs>
0: <laughs> unlike, um, unlike the previous WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2, this was only scheduled to be held at just one location. There's mm-hmm. some fun facts about this WrestleMania, though, before we talk about the events that occurred. Mm-hmm this event is considered to be the pinnacle of 1980 of the 1980s wrestling boom
1: the glory days
0: with almost 1 million fans watching the event at 160 closed circuit locations in the in north america and the number of people watching via pay-per-view estimated to be at several million and far more far more importantly even more so than the 1.6 million dollars in ticket sales and the 10.3 million dollars in pay-per-view and pay-per-view revenue was the fact that this event it broke it broke a record a record attendance for indoor for an indoors event. Yeah. It was ninety-three thousand one hundred and seventy-three people that were at this event. Well, ninety three thousand one hundred and seventy five if you include Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse
1: body Ventura, Ventura. Ventura, as, as they, they said Ventura.
0: As they said, when uh, when Mean Gene Oakland announced that one historic fact about the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, this was, this was a historic event, I mean, in terms of the attendance. Mm-hmm. And because of how it let people know that wrestling had hit the big time. Wrestling had made it with this event.
1: Cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. We're back.
0: But the record for the largest indoor event event stood until January 27th, 1999, when, it, when this event was surpassed by the papal mass of Pope John Paul II at the oh. TWA Dome in St. Louis, Missouri. And that drew a crowd of, <laughs> of 104,000 people.
1: Rest in peace, Pope John Paul. Yeah, when okay. the Pope
0: comes to town, everybody wants to see the Pope, even young folks.
1: Yeah, I actually had a, I'm Catholic, but I had a chance to go see um, the Pope when he came. When was it, 20, I don't remember.
0: Which Pope are they on now?
1: Um, this is Pope, uh, this was after Pope Benedict, so Pope Francis, the current one.
0: Okay, which number is he? Uh,
1: I'm not sure, I'm not sure. But Pope
0: Benedict was 16, right?
1: I guess, I, I, I like Pope Francis a lot, but I don't, like most Catholics, they, a lot of Catholics really harrow the Pope. I just like respect what some of them do or whatever. I don't, my concern is Jesus, so <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't. Really Keeps it do, simple. Yeah, 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 I keep it simple. My concern is Jesus. The Pope is cool. The bare essentials. Yeah, but but yeah, I don't really buy into too much of the hype. I do mess with Francis though. He's he's a real dude, so shout out to him.
0: Yeah, the celebrities that were part of this event were Mr. Baseball Bob Bob Euchre. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Entertainment Tonight tonight's Mary Hart. She was looking so good back then. She was like only thirty back then.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. she was thirty. Mm-hmm. She looked. I guess the way she dressed.
0: The way she dressed, yeah, yeah like she
1: seemed older. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Alice Cooper. Fuck, who's, she
1: was thirty. She's young as shit.
0: Alice Cooper, who's actually from Detroit.
1: Yeah, and uh, rock star
0: Aretha Franklin, who sang her rendition of "America the Beautiful." That was one Queen of the best. Queen of Soul.
1: Is that yeah. was that what they uh, heralded her as. The Queen
0: of Soul. Yes, all hail She's the Queen.
1: She's a legend. She's a legend. She knocked team. it out of the park. Yeah, she did.
0: I mean, her only her and Ray Charles. Well. Her and Ray Charles, they got the best renditions of America the Beautiful. I was going to say yeah. that only they should be allowed to sing it, yeah. but nah.
1: nah. Ray Charles killed it, too, the year before, I think.
0: That the year before, and even though, even his studio version, yeah. the one they had in the sandlot, yeah. that still puts tears in my eyes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, it was a good, good way to segue into it, dog.
0: And Vince McMahon, he, he, he welcomed us to the show with the legendary famous line, and welcome...
1: To WrestleMania three,
0: you got to do the Aretha Franklin. Uh, when you, when you introduce her, <laughs> when you introduce Aretha uh, wait, wait, Franklin, what does he
1: say? What does he say? Well, I mean, I'm, and I'll say it, but just just say it in regular for. What
0: does he say? Right, well, let me get some context. When we were in high school, this is his this is <laughs> his, 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 his favorite Vincent Mann Impression. <laughs> I've got balls the size of grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> and on Sunday, you're gonna be picking my seeds from out of your teeth. <laughs> What does that mean? You're going to come in his mouth? <laughs> I remember that shit. Me too. I said, you're going to be picking my seeds out of your teeth. What does this, that even mean? This-
1: Arita <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vince
0: McMahon.
1: With that, that, that,
0: that, 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 fleminous voice.
1: In the voice. If you know, you know, man. Yeah. You watch wrestling enough, you've heard Vince McMahon just kind of lose it with his little introductions or yells. I got to
0: give him props to this event, though, right here. I mean... <laughs> He even he said when I was introducing the event, I felt the spirit of my father, Vincent J McMahon, yeah. in me right here.
1: Vince McMahon is a dickhead, but I can't knock the vision he had for wrestling and uh, his business acumen. Yeah, this is this is this is. He's good at what he does, but he's a dickhead.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is where he wanted to take wrestling in the '80s, right here.
1: Yeah, this is what this is what changed wrestling forever, like. It's why we, indirectly, why we became why such we big fans? friends. Yeah, um. I mean,
0: a lot, a lot of the shit that happened here was larger than life. Like we'll get yeah. to the matches in a few. Yeah. yeah. But like another some other um, fun facts about the event was, WrestleMania three was the only WrestleMania that did which did not have a tag team championship match, and was the first oh, time,
1: shit.
0: and was the first time where the IC title changed hands.
1: Was it the Heart Foundation that was time at this time? They they, they the were the room? champs. Okay. They were in
0: a six man tag yeah. match where the belts were not on the line yeah, though. Yeah,
1: yeah, who Danny Davis,
0: right? Yeah, dangerous Danny Davis yeah, yeah. against Tito Santana and the British Bulldogs. Yeah,
1: shout out to Dynamite. The Dynamite
0: Kid though, yeah. I'm I'm just just watching that match to see what he does. Yeah, shout
1: out to Dynamite. Because we
0: talked about we talked about him last, last season. season. He it's, was. It's my dog. He's one of the best wrestlers ever. Imagine no, if it was... No that, pun intended.
1: That's my dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Yeah, shout out, yeah, no, yeah, shout out to Matilda. Yeah, shout out to Matilda.
1: Yeah.
0: And also, they had... There were a lot of other wrestlers that were on the on the card, that were on WWF's roster at the time, mm-hmm. but they were not in this event. Like Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, Steve Lombardi, who, who's the Brooklyn oh. Brawler,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Haku, Toma, Leaping Lanny Poffo, the Macho Man's brother, who yeah. later became the genius.
1: Rest in peace just died recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Corporal, Cor- Corporal Kirschner.
1: They were supposed to be on. They were supposed to be on the card. and They just didn't wrestle.
0: No, 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 not supposed to be. They were just. They were part of the roster, but they weren't on the card.
1: Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, who else?
0: Yeah. Um, Danny. Paul
1: oh, was a surprising one because he was he was big at the time.
0: He was, yeah. yeah. And and not just his physique, neither.
1: Yeah, he was like a main wrestler at the time. man.
0: Danny Spivey, superstar Billy Graham, RIP. Yeah uh the uh the the young stallions uh uh, demolition blackjack mulligan kamala outlaw ron bass and sika from the Head shrinkers
1: yeah yeah. none of them
0: were on were on this event at all
1: billy graham maybe billy i'll give billy graham and paul androff a big surprise the rest of them are good but they weren't on the same level as those two. Not
0: yeah, the they time. weren't. Demo- the Demolition, they they they, they were still so the up come and comers.
1: Up. They were on to the come up at the time.
0: They were they were up and comers. Yeah. The young stallions, they should have been bigger.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. And um, and Haku. Haku's underrated. Yeah,
0: they didn't have him as king Haku yet. Yeah. As yeah. far as the only kings in the in the Holly Harley Race, right? Harley Race, yeah. 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 And they all had the same music for whoever had that's the who king the title the in their name. Yeah. Yeah. Even Jerry Lawler in the 90s, he had the same music.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. hmm Exactly. But, yeah. No, yeah, so.
0: And also, another... Okay, let me just... Uh, all right, let's get started with the matches.
1: Sure. All
0: right. The first match was the Can-Am Connection, which is Rick Martel and Tom Zank mm-hmm. against Cowboy Bob Orton and the Magnificent Morocco, who were managed by Mr. Fuji. Yeah. The Can-Am Connection, they won... Let me just say this. Morocco, he's the original rock, but the rock down Morocco. But here he, here he went by the magnificent, the magnificent Morocco. These big guys, they were agile back then. The
1: and rock, he- yeah. oh, the magnificent one. He was a pause, but he was a big dude.
0: He was a big but agile. You see how he yeah, just flew yeah, right into yeah. the turnbuckle like Shawn Michaels yeah, used to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like some Jerome Bettis type of big guy, but agile and able to move exactly. around. Exactly.
1: He's definitely. Definitely one of the pinnacles of the 80s. Former Intercontinental Champion, too. But,
0: but clearly roided.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even became more roided when he went under Billy Graham's wing and became The Rock. Yeah, became The Rock. Yes, he yeah, did. He became even more roided by them. But he was huge. Pause. Still alive, too, which is good.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of, of all this group, Tom Zank, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Tom Zank and Mr. Fuji, they're
1: both dead. Morocco. Is he black? Hawaiian. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I can never... Pick, pick, I could never pick what race he was. I thought he was
0: Simone until I looked it up recently. Okay. Yeah, Why is
1: close enough, though. It's still Pacific. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. And this is
0: before, and also with the Can-Am connection right here. Rick Martel, This is before him and Tito Santana teamed up to become Strike, Strike Force, Force, and yeah. where he had his most success as a, as a tag team champion. Yeah,
1: I hated them, but yeah, they were they were decent.
0: Tag you team. you 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 only hated them because they had that, that the cars the cars a uh, song uh, girls in cars it just, that that song as their theme music.
1: Were too. Nah, I'm not gonna get in there, I might get canceled, but um, yeah, I didn't like him. what a
0: Canadian and a Mexican.
1: No, no, nah, nah. <laughs> something else. Um, I even thought, I even thought Martel was actually Mexican. I thought they were both Mexican until recently when I found out he was Canadian.
0: Yeah, he uh, he, he looks like that tan look that he yeah, has, yeah, but
1: then when you actually he... deep it, his voice, oh, his accent is definitely French. He's a loser, he's he, French Canadian, he, he definitely has a French accent, so it makes sense. Yeah. He's French
0: Canadian, yeah. The second match was uh, Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules. This is a good match. The, Roy, the sleeper it's, hold match.
1: Roy, Roy, Central, a Full yeah. Nelson match.
0: Full Nelson match. In my yeah, my fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but they ended in a double count out. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, they Bust, were both voided as fuck. They busted up uh, <laughs> Jack Haynes at the end. The they did. End, yeah.
0: And Hercules, he's got chains around him, and so did the junkyard dog. It's yeah. like did they ever wrestle each other and have a and that is a
1: theme for their match? Right.
0: Did they ever do that? I
1: I, I don't know. That's a good question. At that time, though, I, I this was as ripped as Hercules that was ever. Was. I mean, he was always muscular and big, but this time he was like chiseled. Chiseled, yeah. It's like you can tell. Who's, you can
0: tell who's roided at this time. Yeah, yeah. at this yeah. time, at
1: this time yeah, exactly. He was, whew, it was a sculpture, pause. But yeah, like you could tell, like he was heavy in the gym. Definitely roided, and he was probably young, so his metabolism allowed him to be that ripped.
0: He did, yeah. But they never knew what to do with Hercules Hernandez. Mm, exactly, exactly. I mean, as a, he as a as solo wrestler, he's been a heel and a face. Face, yeah. And then as a tag team wrestler with him and Paul Roma when well, they were Power and Glory, yeah. What, what was it? What was supposed to be their theme? They had sunglasses, uh, yeah, uh, some some, chi- ch- some ch- shirts,
1: ch- and then like yeah.
0: And, and they were managed by Slick and didn't have no theme music. He was a really good wrestler.
1: They didn't know what to do with and him. They like didn't. He said. Yeah, he's a really good wrestler. Hmm. Like he was, he was, he was interesting. He, he was like he was fun to watch wrestle. Because He had like a lot of power, even his punches were he sold yeah. his punches well. He did, yeah, yeah. It's just they didn't know what to do. Like with
0: that. In, in the pre in the next year's WrestleMania, were no, four, not four or five, not not my yeah, four where he fought the ultimate warrior. And what was a oh, grudge yeah, the match. chain
1: was it the chain match? No, the that grudge was a grudge match, match. A grudge grudge match, match. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Um, he lost that too, and then mm-hmm. I think he won the fifth one against uh Haku. I that was think the so. Opening yeah. Opening match, yeah. So, but yeah, they didn't know what to do with him. That was a good match. Though. I like that match. Him and Billy Jack Haynes, Mister Mister Oregon, whatever mm-hmm. the hell. Is.
0: He's from Oregon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And
0: yeah. Uh, next match is uh Hillbilly Jim <laughs> along with Haiti Kid and Little Beaver against King Kong Bundy, <laughs> Little Tokyo, and Lord Littlebrook. Lord Little Brook. That sounds like a British nobleman. Little Beaver, dog. My, my nickname is Beaver. Well, one of them, courtesy of him. <laughs> and, and just to give some uh, some uh, long story short context, it's from One Flew over the Cuckoo's Nest. We're both fans of that movie. From high school, dog. Little yeah. Beaver It's <laughs> not a little motherfucker. You see, this? see this? As soon as you get nah, out, your,
1: you're good, dog. As
0: soon as you get out of your laughing stupor. Okay. All right, back to the show. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't like this match. It was weird, dog. It was a stupid match. It was very stupid. And here's the thing. King Kong Bundy was the heel when last year he was the main eventer in WrestleMania two. Yeah. And look how far down he's fallen. He's what, a mid carter now. What a, what a fall with, from grace. With midgets.
1: What a fall from grace.
0: And King Kong Bundy, well, I, I keep looking at him, it's like, are, do you have cancer? You ain't never you ain't never yeah, got no eyebrows. You know, eyebrows or hair.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And I've yeah. seen him with hair before, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I've never seen him wear here.
0: Yeah, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, this match right here. And when he uh, elbow-dropped uh, Little Beaver... Yeah. Yeah, he didn't... That, that wasn't supposed to happen. He actually injured Little Beaver, and that ended his career.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that was... I didn't know that. Because he was waiting for something to happen, and it's like, wait a minute, are we going to do this? Fuck it, I'm going to just elbow drop yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that match was weird. They could have done without it, so... They could have, yeah. yeah. It's like... It's like
0: can't no midgets wrestling? It feels like exploitation.
1: Yeah. Right, right, right. Doesn't look right. Exactly. And it's to like, top it off, wrestling against giants? Yeah. Like, Bundy That's was a dangerous. big dude. Yeah, it was a big dude. So it makes sense why he injured little beaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Injured little beaver. Pause.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Beavs. You ain't gonna get injured, out
0: here. <laughs> hey,
1: put your hand up, <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Next um, match, next match. Next match
0: is... Uh, the Loser Must Bow match between King Harley Race, who had Bobby Heenan and the Fabulous Moolah in his corner, yeah. against the Junkyard Dog. And this is the first time I've seen Race talk about in wrestling, because the Junkyard Dog's pre-match interview with Gene Okerlund. Gene Okerlund asked him to the effect is, are you sure you're going to win the Junkyard Dog? Just as sure as I'm black in the
1: midnight, or something like that. I can't believe they were confident enough to let this slide, I guess in the 80s. Today, they would have been an uproar. If they made King uh, Junkyard Dog, first of all, his gimmick was very fucking weird, as racist as it comes. He one. had chains on a black man, and you call yourself a Junkyard, junkyard dog, dog? And he made him bow to a king that was... A white man from dog. the South? Yeah, that shit wouldn't have flown today. But And I'm surprised, then again. He curtsied, and then he decided to beat him. Yeah, yeah, he did whoop his ass afterwards, but, but after I'm, I'm surprised. Though, they didn't sell this match, it. I mean, what's it called? He Harley Race is like... You didn't even like you were trying. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't enjoy any single match the Junkyard Dog participated in. I was not a fan of the Junkyard Dog. We're not going yeah, to hold on just because he's black. Yeah, I fucking didn't like any of his matches. I wasn't a fan of him. Um, and as an adult, his gimmick is an insult. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah.
0: It was a funny match, though. Yeah, loser must bow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they forced him to bow. He bowed, mm, though. He bowed, yeah. Then he kicked uh, he kicked his ass afterwards.
0: And what happened w the next match is the uh, the dream team. This is the end of the dream team right here. Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Brutus Beefcake, Brutus Beefcake with Johnny Valiant and Dino Bravo. Yeah. They fight the Rougeau brothers while we were, they were, we were, the, we were faces, like yeah. The they weren't they weren't the fabulous Rougeau brothers yeah, yet. Yeah. yeah, the Dream Team they won. But after they beat the Rougeaus, Greg Valentine, he turned on his partner yeah. and to form an alliance with Dino Bravo and Johnny Valiant, which mm. meant Dino, which meant Brutus Beefcake, he would turn face.
1: Things, and then that's how he became the barber, the barber. soon enough.
0: He became yeah. the barber here, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah and it's the in, in the next match, in fact, yeah. uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper versus... Luscious Asian. Jolly
1: Valiant, what a name.
0: Mm-hmm. Rowdy Rowdy Piper versus Adrian Adonis in a haircut match. That
1: was his farewell match for some time, right?
0: This was supposed. This was billed as Rowdy Piper's retirement match. Yeah. But even though he would still go on to compete in the future and still do movies like *They Live*, he did that movie next year with he a John was a Carpenter. Decent
1: actor, I guess, for, and,
0: for wrestling standards. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm yeah. all out of bubble gum.
1: This was a big deal because Piper was a big, big, big like res- wrestling attraction at the time. Like he was on the level of like Hogan, Andre, Savage. Like he was up there. He's respected. That's yeah, why he's, he's respected yeah, so much. Yeah, he, he was up there at the time, like as one of the ma- major heels. Well, at this time he was a face, but. And majority of the '80s, he was like one of the lead heels, and he sold it really well. He did. Um, and he was supposed to be even bigger, but I heard he got he got hurt.
0: He got hurt. Yeah, that's so, why he, that's why he retired for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So. And, and, and that's why he did wrestling sporadically, and yeah. that's why he was a face for the most for the rest of his career after yeah. he, after his semi comeback.
1: Yeah.
0: I just remember him from from WrestleMania 12. I want to say the Backlot Brawl against uh, uh, the Hollywood Brawl against Goldust. Are we close enough? Just beating the shit out of him, slamming him on like buffet tables. Yeah. He he, he actually did he actually did break his hand punching Dustin Runnels during that match.
1: Oh shit, I didn't know that. Which is why
0: Dustin Runnels actually hit him with a double axe handle to his nuts. That was real. A receipt that was his receipt. I see.
1: That makes sense.
0: Because you actually broke your hand yeah, trying to yeah, punch Yeah, so that, me.
1: that means that hurt like a motherfucker. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 I guess. So it's like I I gotta hit you back. I'm gonna yeah. do it now. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Which was, which was one of the best parts of that event.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was a good one. It definitely was a good and one. And how they
0: incorporated it with the whole OJ Simpson white Bronco chase.
1: Yeah! You...
0: <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Yeah. Yeah, the right. haircut match. Yeah, Rowdy Piper beat Adrian Adonis in this match. And that's when Brutus BK comes down and takes the Clippers and cuts Adonis's hair. And that's where Brutus became the the barber. That's where he got the yeah, barber that's gimmick.
1: Got the, got the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian Adonis was an interesting wrestler. Yes, he was. Interesting. It was like a drag queen almost. Like low-key. Kind of. Yeah. Because he kind had of, yeah. yeah, he kind of was if you look at it. He had the makeup and was like, like, like Buffalo Bill from the Like a Barbie. He was like a fat Barbie kind of shit.
0: <laughs> fat Barbie, not bad Barbie.
1: Yeah, and I, f- I forget. What was his what was his, his signature move? It was like a lady. It was named after a lady. Was it Betsy or something like that? His signature maneuver was, like, Betsy or I some cannot shit like I
0: cannot recall. Yeah, the I think it was man.
1: Betsy or some shit like that. But, yeah. Um, uh,
0: the next match was a six-man tag match, but not for the tag team titles. It was the Hart Foundation, who were the champions and heels at the time. Brett the Hitman Hart and Jim the Amble Nightheart. Yeah. And they had Dangerous Danny Davis in their corner, who was a corrupt referee ref. turned wrestler. It's a
1: corrupt ref, yeah.
0: Yeah, turn me, wrestler. yeah, me and Cito, we met him, actually. Them actually. Danny Davis? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah and they fought the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid with Tito Santana, and they beat them.
1: Yeah, some of the best tag team matches of all time were the Hearts versus the Bulldogs. Yeah, they really- the... Very, very good technical wrestlers, both both ends. So like their matches were always good, great feud. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hearts got the better of the Bulldogs, obviously by cheating, but yes. their matches were very, very, very good.
0: Largely because of the Dynamite Kid. It's like yeah. you didn't know what he was gonna do next. Yeah. He was explosive. Yeah. He made it look competitive. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and, was, he was what Brett was to the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Dynamite was to the Bulldogs. Yeah, Brett
0: was a good competitive wrestler, and he yeah. was able to put, put over another wrestler.
1: Yeah, Dynamite yeah. was like that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. They could sell they could sell it. Yeah. That's why they were respected. Some of the greatest tag team matches were those two, those two teams, so um, just go to YouTube, check Bulldogs versus Hearts. They're definitely, you're gonna get a good collection of different matches or feuds between the two of them. What do you think would have happened? I, could, I can't even think of a feud, uh, a tag team feud better than those that, those two, honestly.
0: What do you think would have... I, w- I would have liked to have seen the Rockers against the British Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been good. That would have been great. Because the Rockers be were good technical very, very wrestlers. Very, good technical wrestlers, yeah. And they
0: they were always exactly as Gorilla Monsoon described them, tag team yeah, specialists. Yeah, that
1: would have been a great one. That, that they, they
0: were so in sync. They just Very, like, very. Elbow drop you, then leap up at the same time. Yep. They get closing line together in a big way. It's like, damn. Yep. Damn, y'all sold that.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And the next match was the natural Butch Reed with Slick in his corner. That's my
1: guy. Against
0: Coco Beware.
1: I fuck with Butch Reed. <laughs> the natural. That's my guy, the natural Butch Reed. Shout out to Butch Reed. He's, he's one of the guys of my element. He's like a black Ric Flair. Not as good, though. Not as good, but not as good yet. Yeah. They didn't give him
0: no theme music neither. No,
1: yeah, he's and, a cocky motherfucker. I loved
0: it. I knew he was gonna be Coco Beware. Coco Beware never wins that like main jobber. event. Yeah, was a jobber, yeah. he
1: was a jobber in the main event. Same. Yeah,
0: he was he was a face, but like the 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 face that they always go. You want you want a face to do a job for you, go to Coco yeah. Beware. yep.
1: Oka was a hell of a technical wrestler.
0: Yeah, the Ghostbuster was a hell I was about of a was
1: that was one of the best finishing maneuvers ever. We just didn't see it enough.
0: Yeah, we didn't see it enough and like what's it called? He didn't get put on enough. Like even yeah. even when the 90s when they tried to have him with Owen as high energy yeah, yeah, yeah. With, that, a... with, their, with that with that gospel style theme yeah. music. Yeah, 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 exactly. They 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 could have done more.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, at least they should have had him have like a title of sorts. Like a kind with a he out here, but a decent IC champion. For a for, short uh, time. For a short time, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So.
0: Speaking of the IC championship, here's the greatest wrestling match ever in wrestling history. The Macho Man Randy Savage, who was the Intercontinental Champion at the time against the Dragon Ricky Steamboat. This match right here, it was... Oh, my God. They, they made it look competitive. And best, the back, match,
1: best match of the, uh, of the event.
0: Of the this, event. It stole the show.
1: This uh, tank yes. is from this era.
0: That's one of Macho Man's shirts. This, oh. is, this,
1: this, this is this is what Savage used to rock when he was the IC champion a lot. And, um, what he did or
0: when after the Mega Power split?
1: Before. This was like in the 80s when he was... This is even before they had a feud. Oh, really? He used before? to wear this. Yeah, this used to, oh, when he was Inter- Inter- Intercontinental Champion, he had this. And at the back... <laughs> oh. I don't have the back. It's oh. not proper. But the back says... Usually says...
0: Savage number one. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be dope if, it'd be dope. if it had that.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I looked for I couldn't find it. So, yeah, but the
0: Savage Steamboat feud, the yeah. uh, the the build up to it over the over the months, when Macho Man used like the ring the ring post and used it to elbow smash Steamboat's throat. Yeah. yeah. And George the Animal steel, interfe- like uh, interfering in the matches as well too.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like you just knew this match was gonna happen, but the 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 way they did it. And people say pro wrestling is fake and it is to an extent but these guys are athletes
1: some, some straight performers this was athletic theater what? right
0: here you didn't know who was going to win some dudes,
1: them. Them dudes was special
0: and this was the longest of this is the longest match in wrestlemania 3 too. it went about for 15 minutes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah the athleticism the finishers and macho man he was like a method actor of pro wrestling he actually faxed over to ricky steamboat like a, list of, all the a list of all the all the finishers sequences, sequences of everything, of everything yeah. they wanted to do. He was a stickler for how his how he wanted his matches to the go, because he didn't want he didn't want his he didn't want to get hurt or or the person mm-hmm. he was wrestling to get hurt. He wanted he wanted to make them both look good. And Steamboat was taken aback by that at first because he was like, I usually just do things on the fly. Trust yeah. me, brother, this will this will make it work. So in the months leading up to WrestleMania three, every event, even at a house show when there was like nobody in the arena, they would practice right then and there in the ring.
1: Yeah. Them two. And it paid off. Great match. I, I, it still stings that Savage lost, but at some point he had, <laughs> point he had to lose that title. Yeah. But as an adult, I think this is the best. Even though the pinnacle of his career was a heavyweight champion the first time yeah, as a The American first pro, time, yeah. This era of Savage was the best. The his promos were amazing.
0: Yeah. Even it's, here, when he yeah. really, uh, interrupt Miss <laughs> Elizabeth when she
1: was interviewed by Mary Hart. Exactly.
0: And Mary Hart wasn't even talking to, him. talking to you, Savage. didn't even want to talk to you. She wanted to talk to Elizabeth.
1: The cockiness was amazing. Yeah, it was. The <laughs> way he used to cheat and win was amazing. But he was a great wrestler as well. He had
0: charisma that made me like him. Yeah. Even that's as that's a the heel. thing. He was
1: a heel that people actually still liked. Yeah. Like, people actually liked him at the time as a heel because he, he's just so entertaining.
0: Even later in his career when he went back and forth as a heel. Yeah, as Macho face, King. Heel, face. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, I yeah. still liked him.
1: I still loved him as the, I mean, I he's can my have, favorite I can, wrestler I can, I can never boo him. Yeah, so he's my favorite wrestler Mine of all too. time. I never, I've never hated Savage. I still think he's the GOAT i'm um,
0: grateful i got to see him live
1: yeah he's definitely uh i'm not even gonna lie to you was a big influence in my life um from childhood to now like i don't want to get too much into it not as a wrestler i don't wrestle but other aspects of savage as a wrestler not as a, i don't know him as a human being of course but like between his style the way he, he just was different as a wrestler he was different as the rest, the only wrestler with a female manager at the time, yeah, like he actually. just he just went against the grain all the time, and a lot of that shit is how I move, kind of sort of. Um, so I, 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 like I, Savage was a big influence in my. He was like my um, human superhero at the time as a child. So. He was
0: always he was always fun for me to watch. Yeah. Always fun, always fun to. Hilarious
1: minif- as an adult, he's fucking hilarious. Still love him. But rest in peace. Yeah, savage. it's like, I, even in real life,
0: he would talk like he's constipated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even his rap record, yeah. his rap record, Be A Man.
1: I've actually seen his <laughs> promos when he was, like, in the, in the sectional wrestling. When it was, like, um, before what? he went to WWF. And then you can kind of tell, you can kind of hear him before the constipated voice. Yeah. There's still some similarities, but he, you, you definitely hear him as a normal. He still has that squeaky... Like raspy-ish voice, yeah, but it's not as extreme as what we what we were accustomed to hearing.
0: I think he got used to doing it so much; it became his normal. Yeah, speaking it became, voice. yeah, it
1: became it became custom, pretty much. Like he was dyeing his
0: hair for years. It's yeah, like,
1: for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's my guy, man. Rest in peace, Savage. All day. That's, yeah,
0: Savage. This is the best match. Of the Mount
1: Rushmore for me, number one. For yeah, real. Even,
0: even the fans had to give a standing ovation for this match. Yeah, the
1: match was hella good. You- best match of the event, and this to me is the best WrestleMania. This was the best match, not my favorite, but my the best one.
0: And this so. and, and this and this made me realize why the referees get knocked out, so they can get a breather and take yeah. a
1: break. <laughs> so Savage should have won that fight because the referee was he had he had him pinned, dog. He had him pinned like pick him, like come on, referee, wake up, wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, he had him pinned.
0: But he, pinned he gets him in a cradle. Ricky mo gets him in yeah. a cradle. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I it's like. F- yeah,
1: it's, yeah that's how you win that's, the- how, that's how you ended up winning.
0: But like, but still though dope all around.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Bravo, both of you. Great match. Great and- match. Steve- e- everybody was like, wow, if that's the end of that, I'm sure whoever was there was like, if that's how this match ends, what about the main event? Yeah,
0: it's like i so say you gave you they basically like gave people something to aspire towards. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: And in the years past, even now to this day, wrestlers still hold this match up as one of the best and for and for good reason. And it inspired yeah. a lot of wrestlers. Chris Jericho. Remember, he got interviewed and said, this is, one, this is one of the matches that inspired me to go into pro wrestling. Yeah.
1: I can only imagine. Obviously, I wasn't watching wrestling in 87. I started watching like, 88. But in 86, I can only imagine not knowing who was going to win and watching that match. Yeah. Crazy, because it was so back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they a were, football game. They were out of, they were <laughs> out of breath, athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Athlet- This is athletic theater at its yeah, finest. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and this
0: overshadowed the main event, I thought.
1: As but, as most as most of Savage WrestleMania matches were, I think the only one that he didn't was six. Number six, yeah, the mixed yeah, tag match. That, that was the only one that he didn't overshadow Hogan's main event. But yeah, good match.
0: Okay, um, and this right here, uh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Honky Tong The Honky Tong Man against Jake the Snake Roberts, and Jake the Snake had Alice Cooper in his corner. Yeah. And while while what's it called? Honky had the Mouth of the South, the Jimmy Hart in his corner. In a sense, it's like the music icons. Music, a music icon match.
1: Yep. Basically. Basically. Ozzy was there.
0: Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne was there?
1: Was it Was it WrestleMania 2? That it was 2. One? Okay, yeah. It was, yeah. This, it was Alice Cooper in this one,
0: yeah. yeah. Alice Cooper was at this one, yeah, because yeah. he's from Detroit, so Who they had to bring Ozzy him here. Oh,
1: supporting him too. That'll be another discussion later, but yeah. yeah. Ozzy wasn't one of them, but yeah.
0: Yeah, the Honky Tonk man won this match, though.
1: Yeah, 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 He did.
0: But but then when Jake tried to come after him and Honky ran into the back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I think it was, it was the, the, the early stages of projecting Honky to become the Intercontinental Champion. And... Whoa, boy, did he... I know you hate when I say this. Right. But he's the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Honky Tonk Man, I mean, the level... Why, because he held it for a long he time? He held it the longest, longest? one. And uh-huh. the level of competition he was beating at the time... By cheating. Still, it was the most competitive... <laughs> Icy rain and icy history. He had Bama's like Savage, Jake, Hercules, um, Ricky Steamboat. Who am I missing?
0: Um, they knew Ricky Steamboat couldn't carry that title. Tito Santana. Who should have got? Who should have been the? Coco champion.
1: was in there. Like he, he literally was. He, he, he was. Can't. He was beating motherfuckers that would like pick cards. That, that should should have beat him. Yeah, but he, that's not the point. He still won. Savage used to cheat too. <laughs> but Savage was more charismatic about it that's not the that point good. that's what makes it even more beautiful Hockey Talk Man was a shitty ass wrestler yeah he was he, he was had, garbage he had no build but nothing. he still nothing he was, a, he was an Elvis person he was like Ric Flair
0: Rick Flair could wrestle. That's different. So could Honky. Honky was just a shitty wrestler. <laughs> no. uh, uh, Ric Flair was better than Honky Tonk Man in the ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess, but still. They were of the, the same acumen, dog. Uh, all, I get I
0: more props for Rick Flair than Honky Tonk Man. Because
1: Flair had charisma and swagger. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Honky didn't have that at all. Shout out to the underdog. That's all it was underdog. Greatest, That's a rationalization. Greatest intercontinental lies, champion of all time. Why he tells himself to make himself feel better. Greatest icy champion of all time. It is mm. what it is. It's in nah. the history books, dog. <laughs> history. Yeah, yeah, what, what history books? Who held it longer than what, him? What history, had, what, history, what
0: history books? In fantasy who land? Who held it longer than him? He held it lo- the longest. that exactly. make the best. what was his... What, nigga, Bob Backlund... What,
1: what was the level of his competition? Bob Backlund... What was hell. the level of his competition the greatest or not? Bob Backlund... What? As the question... <laughs> to answer the question. Bob Backer... Was had the level of his competition the greatest or not? He had a lot. He had He beat everybody. Who, who else held the title with a greater competitive reign than him? He cheated and tried to... That's read, not the point. He, We're not asking about that. He wheeled his way out of it. He was That's not, that not good. the point. Who... Uh, savage, Greatest IC champion of... He's my favorite Intercom Savage champion. was a better. He was a better, yes. He was a better one, but the greatest is still him. Nah, nah You base
0: it on length. Look at Bob Backlund. Length he, and competition. Bob Bob, Bob Backlund held the WWF belt for six years. He the best.
1: Yeah, but he fought he fought trashy wrestlers. Honky <laughs> Tonk Man fought the biggest. Yeah, card Bob Backlund on the though. card. Bob
0: Backlund won though, fair and square. Made good. it look real. Honky Tonk Man cheated.
1: The best competition.
0: He cheated like Jay-Z did on Beyonce.
1: <laughs> best competition. Goat at the IC.
0: Uh, next topic next topic oh no actually not next topic next match yeah
1: that's what I meant like uh Iron at? Sheik and Nikolai Volkov versus the Killer Bees. the Killer
0: Bees. yeah they uh the Killer Bees got disqualified though I they think it was
1: this was when they started to phase them out I think they Jumping have, Jim
0: Brunzel and who yeah, was and
1: um Brian Blair Brian, Brian B Blair, B. Blair, Brian B. Blair. B. Blair yeah.
0: they were they were at they were at Royal Rumble 89 though right Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were there,
1: and they were in the Survivor Series '87. They were a big type. They were good technical wrestlers too. They just didn't have it. They were like the Coco Beware of tag teams.
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were yeah. faces who were jobbers. Yeah, jobbers. Good were, wrestlers. Very good
1: wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're a good wrestler,
0: but we need we need you to perform like this instead. Exactly. Okay?
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's like
0: it's like it's like that that superhero, the Blue Marvel what's it called he's a retcon character a character they created later on mm-hmm. in like the 2000s mm-hmm. and he was active in the 1960s but okay. president kennedy said you're a good superhero but we need you to stop because you're black and it doesn't look good for the time
1: mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. they did that something you learn that's crazy though yeah. that's crazy i didn't know that mm-hmm. thanks for this uh insight
0: okay that's crazy and, i'm not surprised though and finally the main event Hulk Hogan, the WWF champion, versus Andre the Giant, and this was this was this was months coming, this was months in the making. Andre was was Hogan's boy at first, but then he dropped hints that he wanted he wanted a title shot. Yeah. Especially if they gave they gave him a trophy for being undefeated for 15 years. Yeah. What the fuck? Give him a title shot. Yeah. He don't want no
1: trophy. I'm surprised they didn't. Get, I guess his health. That's yes. why they never gave it to him because they were he was it would have been inconsistent. Like he kept going in and out of surgeries. That's why Vince never gave him the title at the time. That's when he's, his gigantism started to actually affect his health.
0: Yeah, it did, actually. Yeah. And did his gigantism actually affect his alcohol intake? Because the rumor was... For
1: pain? Is well, that why he was about, taking
0: it? I don't know about pain, but, like, what's it called? His alcohol... You heard about the stories about his drinking prowess?
1: Yeah, I, I think heard... I think he used to drink to numb the pain that he... Because he was always a lot of time in pain with because of his knees and his yeah. legs. Because he had to carry a lot of weight.
0: He did. He's, like, 500-something pounds.
1: Probably not that big. They exaggerated that, but he was probably in the four hundreds, which is still a lot. That's
0: for, a lot for his size. For someone that
1: tall to carry, you know what I'm saying? So yes, um, but and
0: it's like a size twenty two shoes. Right.
1: Those 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 were actually real metrics. The, the the hands and the size. And I think medicine wasn't what it is today. So mm-hmm. they could have um, done
0: more from the day than they did back yeah, then. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: How, how did he pass away? He was on he was in France for his father's funeral. Then hours yeah. later in his hotel, he dies himself.
1: Yeah. Um. And it's also hard. Cause yeah, I think he had a regular size heart, or the a, a, a size of his fist. That's, that's a regular what size heart. Well, the size of he probably had a, for his like, body. Yeah, for his body to pump that amount of blood, it's tough. Um, Jesus. But even today, if you watch this match, you can see the, you can feel the magnitude leading to it. When when they when they enter the ring. The atmosphere in the arena—you could tell. And
0: have you noticed that the, the, you the, this, this event was the last one where they were like throwing food and and refreshments? Yeah, yeah. The room. at Andre. They threw him at Ho- they threw him at Andre and yeah. they were throwing them throughout the event. But what it's was like crazy,
1: I forgot. I should have actually worn. I, have, I actually have a T-shirt.
0: For Andre the Giant. Yeah, you do have. No, one. Not, not only
1: that, I have a T-shirt of this match. Oh, really? When they face off, I should have worn it today. But oh, what? Hogan, Hogan holding him like this? No, no, no. You know, at the beginning when they're psyching each other out, standing. Mm-hmm. I actually have a T-shirt of that. Yeah. Right? I could have rocked it, but Billy Graham just died, so I thought about him more than the match. But it's no problem. But no. um, yeah. We just when you if you didn't even know any better, you actually put this this match on film and then see the introductions coming into the ring, hear the commentary, just. This is feel the atmosphere, the fans.
0: This was supposed. This was the main event, even though Savage Steamboat pretty much overshadowed it in retrospect yeah. and at the time.
1: It's exactly. It's synonymous. So if you're a football slash soccer fan, if you ever watched a derby, El Clasico, North London Derby, the fan atmosphere. That's the kind of atmosphere you feel when they get into the ring. Because it was at this time, nobody knew who was gonna win. Because Andre was larger than life. Hogan was the most popular, charismatic wrestler in the ring at the time. And
0: Andre with this and shirt. Nobody
1: could. Be, nobody really believed Hogan could actually beat him. Because Andre was that real.
0: And the real. and the build up to it, when Andre was actually just like ripping off his shirt and yeah, even his crucifix. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's like okay, yeah. Andre's serious about this. Yeah. And coming under Bobby Heenan's sway.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and like, and like I said before, they were throwing ref- fans were throwing refreshments at Andre when he was on his way down in the ring.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like the WWF, they disallowed that at one point. Yeah. And but the WCW, you would they see that all the time. All yeah, the time.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's not true. not just their pay-per-view events, but their regular televised events too. Thanks. Yeah. WWF if they did allow it, it if they did allow it, it wasn't seen by much.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, um, but, but I'm yeah. like,
0: are you people serious? As much as those refreshments cost, you throwing them like that.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right.
0: You throw, exactly. You're throwing a 16 bottle. But, but then of that Budweiser. shows you that
1: shows you how invested they were in wrestling at the time. Like,
0: yeah, they they, 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 they thought
1: that shit was real and like it had an emotional impact on. Them. That's why I say like the atmosphere was very synonymous to like a derby in soccer. The derby in soccer is real because like that's culture. If you have a... Man, I don't, know if, I don't know if you... You don't really watch soccer like this. So you don't nah. understand, like, the culture and, and the, the atmosphere in these derbies, like the El Clasico, uh-huh. which is Barcelona versus Real Madrid, or, like, the North London derby, Arsenal versus Tottenham. Yeah. Or, the, or Liverpool versus Manchester United. Like, the level of tensity or, or tension in, in the fans is crazy. It's crazy. Um... They need, like, it's so crazy that you need a lot of security present. Because fans will go to war. That's because You kind of felt that, not to that extreme level, but you kind of felt that atmosphere. In, oh, in, in, or
0: sort of like fans of the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: NFL, <laughs> NFL we have some good fans, but it's not, it's not even comparable <laughs> to soccer. I'm sorry, it's not comparable to soccer. Hi. The, the, the craziness is not comparable. It's not, it's, motherfuckers, like, live for, folk, like, soccer.
0: The way the wrestling fans were acting at this yeah. event, it's like this is why people in elementary school when I was a second grader, yeah, the kids yeah, in yeah. my class when they, I was the only kid in my class that liked pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, people
0: were like, wrestling is fake, side. Don't you know that?
1: I'm like, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm like, I'm like, what was, I'm like, I know that, but, but it's, it's like it's, it's entertaining. entertaining. Yeah, yeah that's kind of how it was too. I mean, I knew it was oh, fake. Too. I knew, I knew the whole. I didn't know to the extent to which it was fake, like yeah. how they were working with each other to to perform the wrestling moves or how it was scripted. But I knew. Yeah that it wasn't real. That's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: exactly. But I liked it exactly. nonetheless. Exactly. I'd say this, though. It was a good match. I think this is hands down Hulk Hogan's best match of all time.
0: This, the main event between Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant yeah. is regarded as one of the most pivotal matches in, in the history of the WWF. Yes. With Hogan's body slam on Andre having become one of the most iconic moments in their careers, yep. as well as the 1980s wrestling boom. But despite its overall, its historic importance... The match is still criticized for for its overall quality.
1: It probably is. But even with that, I yeah. think it's Hogan's best solo match of all time that I have seen. He, he, he worked with
0: Andre to body slam, I and mean, people yeah. remember that.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought their Survivor Series tag team match was better than this match. So did I. So did I. But this, as far as Hogan's solo matches, is probably his best one. I think his second one was against Savage. And for Savage standards, that wasn't a very good match. But for Hogan, I think that was a good match. Savage made him look good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Savage can make any
0: anybody who's less who's, a, who's of less par than him yeah, as a pro wrestler... It's like, he can make Hart. Him look good. It's like Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret, Bret Hart, Hart, Hart. In that aspect, yeah. I mean, Savage and Bret Hart, they wrestled before, too. And they, they were pretty good. Yeah, they were pretty good. At yeah. house shows and some TV events. Yeah, yeah. But...
1: But, yeah, in my opinion, this is Hogan's... This is Hogan's... um Hogan's best match of all time. Um... It was, like you said, it was big as far as what it stood for in wrestling. And I think this is what cemented Hogan as a legend because a lot of people didn't think he could beat Andre. No, they the didn't. The tail of the tape is what they called this.
0: No, they didn't. And this event right here changed what you can do with, with storylines in pro wrestling yep. and how you can give like in-ring performances and whatnot. This was definitely a game-changing event. It was, it was a watershed moment for pro wrestling, yeah. I thought.
1: The tail of the tape. Hell, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pontiac yeah. Silver Dome. Pontiac Silverdome. Yep. Um, and
0: speaking of Detroit, that's where we're going to we're next. Next. What up, though? What up, though? Yeah. yeah, BMF Season 2. Yep. Yeah, Season 2 of the Star Series BMF. It aired January 6th of this year and ended on St. Patty's Day of this year.
1: Capricorn Legends. Mm-hmm. Let's
0: go. Basically, the gist of the series is that Big Meech... He wants to expand the business beyond Detroit, yeah. while Terry, who his brother, who he, who he separated from at the time, yeah. is focused on school and wants to launch a legitimate car ride service with, with their dad. father, Charles. Yeah. But as the series unfolds, the streets implode, and it, for- it forces the brothers to reunite. Yeah. And they strategically execute a new vision for themselves and their business. Mm-hmm. And along the way, they form an alliance with, with Goldie, played by Oscar winner and comedian Monique, who's a sophisticated, oh, yeah. Yeah. a sophisticated strip club owner in the ATL, and it helps Meech lay the groundwork for his future to expand beyond Detroit,
1: mm-hmm. beyond
0: Lansing, Ohio, and even the South. But along the way, they encounter new adversaries and older, older adversaries who threaten their future. Yeah. And the newer characters they deal with, like I said, Goldie, played by Monique, a vicious new plug named Canine, played by Rayan Lawrence. Yeah. Um, Detective Veronica Jin, who's uh, Detective Bryant's character, played respectively by Kelly Kelly Hu and uh, Steve Harris. Mm-hmm. And Marquisha Taylor, played by Lala Anthony, even though she played a different character in season one. I Man, Fifty stay putting Lala on. He's gotta be fucking her. That's my <laughs> thoughts. She was on Power ever since season one and lasted the entire series of power. (laughs) And here she is playing two different characters on on, on BMF.
1: 50 is in a very, very successful, stable relationship right now. That
0: don't mean nothing. (laughs) That don't mean nothing. Jay-Z's in a relationship with Beyoncé, and he still cheated on her. Kobe still cheated on Vanessa.
1: Hey, duh, he's a fool, DR. (laughs) Keep going, though.
0: (laughs) i oh, to What's it called? Okay. Oh, the uh, older, the older Terry Flannery. He's actually the narrator this entire season. So anytime you hear a voiceover, yeah, yeah, that's it's Terry, it's the real, Terry, real Flannery. Terry
1: Flannery. He's out. So yeah.
0: Mhm. Yeah, he was out. He got out of jail. He was put in jail for a long bit, but got out because of, because he had COVID.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And he's
0: he's bigger now too. Yeah, he's
1: he's, he's wide, wider. Wider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Some of the themes of this season include infidelity, uh, <laughs> family, mental health, and betrayal. Big time. Yeah. And uh, for this season, Lala she was promoted to a season regular, well, yeah. along with Kelly Who. Yeah. and Christine Horn and Leslie Jones joined the cast for recurring roles. Christine Horn played Mabel, along with Black Diamond in Snowfall.
1: Mmm, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and Leslie Jones plays a federal DEA agent, mm-hmm. and also for next season, which is which which was already which was already um, yeah. green lighted during the first episode of season yeah. two. Yeah. Uh musicians Neo and Two Chains are gonna have roles in that season.
1: Word Atlanta,
0: yes, sir. Yeah, yes, Atlanta, sir. So. This season, I like this season. Lamar, we knew they had to bring Lamar back. Eric Eric Kofi Abriva. Shout he, out to Garner. Yeah, he made such an impact during season one. People loved his character. Fuck with that dude. Even though he was a serial-killing psychotic. Very psychotic. Shout Very. out to Blackie the Dog. Blackie the dog. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to some of the things that... A lot of the things in this season involve Lamar, like, what's it called? Going to the Flannery residence and threatening to kill Lucille.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lucille. She's a bad... She's a guy. G. And she's also bad for an old woman.
0: Yeah, McCole, Brianna White. She's a yeah. cute old woman. She's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Him getting that dog, Blackie, and bringing... bringing, bringing... I'm gonna
1: call you Blackie.
0: And the funny part with Blackie was when Blackie was dead or whatever or dying, yeah. he brings Blackie to church. The pastor Swift, Snoop Dogg's Snoop, church, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanting Snoop Dogg to bring him to life, but he starts he starts some shit in church, and Pastor was like, "Brother, I am not repeating myself. The streets is mine. The church is mine. I'm gonna take over all this, Pastor." And then Pastor Swift just gets off the podium, pulls out a pulls out a 44 Magnum, real, real quick, like nigga, get out. Yep. Yeah, Everybody's shocked, even Lamar shocked. Yep. That was one of the best parts of the yep. season for me. Yep,
1: yep, shout and out then, to Snoop.
0: And then when he leaves the church, when he leaves the church, somebody, some one of the congregation members was like, hey, you forgot your dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's, Those are the parts. And, and killing Monique I after mean, he forces her to smoke crack, and she tries to yeah, fight him yeah, over, yeah, and yeah, he still yeah, has yeah, his hand yeah, yes, on her neck. Yeah. Like, this nigga is superhuman.
1: That's, um, I forget her name. Cash doll. Uh, Cash doll. Cash doll. Cash
0: doll. Yeah. yeah. Yo, You're he gonna... was a G.
1: Considering he was, he was pretty much crippled. He was still. Yeah, he had like a colostomy ta- bag. He was taking people out. He had a colosmi bag on his Shouts side. Shout out to Ghana again.
0: Still taking people out. Yeah. Still man. robbing people. Your chain. Run it.
1: Yep. 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 Yeah, this nigga right here. Yep. Yep. So even even
0: with a shit bag, he's still dangerous. Yeah. Like, didn't anybody think they just stab him on his side? Right. And even went after Mee- Meech, and, uh, Meech and what's it called? Or Terry, when they were on the way down to ATL? Yeah. And behind them, it's like, how, how do you know where how they're at? How the fuck are going?
1: Yeah, like, you was... How does he know? Yeah. He's the black Air Force One. Yeah. The walking black Air Force right, One, this right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, my favorite character this season was definitely Charles. He cracked me up. Charles? He smashed two different chicks... Like, his, his face.
0: In, ...in the same episode and no commercial breaks.
1: His face when, when he was... When he was enticed to commit infidelity or cheat on his wife. You remember his face, dog? <laughs> Every time. Hey, he had me rolling in those episodes, man. And you can tell Mabel
0: really wanted a piece of him. Like, even even the build-up for her, the party that she had at her house. Yes, right? yes, like yes, he, yes. When uh, his wife was on that uh, the Bible... Uh, a revival trip or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to Mabel's party. The music is popping. He acts like he doesn't want to be there. Like he's right. uncomfortable. Exactly. But as soon as he's on the dance floor.
1: Yep. He's like, like, oh shit. Oh shit. It's and about to go down.
0: And you stayed around to help her clean up. You—that's not a, that's, just why. That's a mistake. And he, and he, and he smashed her against the wall. Gave her the most twelve. Yeah. Maybe the most twelve impactful backshots he <laughs> ever had in her life.
1: Almost impactful backshots. Mm-hmm. I counted. Oh, boy! He said I counted, dog. <laughs> Every time he smashed, and the shit was funny as shit. Yes, he was on the couch with his socks to lawn. <laughs> Nigga, take off your socks when you make whoopee. <laughs> no, he had me dying the season, dog.
0: And he, and the oh same, my
1: god! The same episode, funny.
0: He, he smashes wife too,
1: and with no yes.
0: with no commercial breaks.
1: Oh boy boy oh my boy, goodness boy boy
0: But yeah. it's but Lucille eventually found out though yeah. the, the the most hell he they both the, had the matches receipt, the receipt the yeah. receipt and she figured it out quick
1: Yeah 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 and strong. she was not having that shit She wasn't I'm
0: like, like, and people say, what's it called? Like, uh, and people were saying on the internet, like, look at this. She she a fiery red bone chick, Lucille. Yeah,
1: she was cute. For she Asian, she's Asian. I don't know how how old she is in real life, but she, she's a pretty woman.
0: I do remember her from what's it called. The only thing I seen her in before BMF was that Spike Lee Jonah. She hate me.
1: Okay, I haven't seen it. With oh, the show, the movie, the movie itself
0: with okay. Anthony Mackie and Kerry Washington. Okay, I've seen where he it. becomes basically like a, a sperm pimp.
1: Oh, I see. Like
0: I see. basically, basically sort of, like impregnating lesbians for money.
1: And she was one of the lesbians. Okay. She's
0: like, I've never done this before. Be gentle.
1: Oh shit. Interesting, interesting, interesting. No, nah, I haven't seen that.
0: Mm-hmm. Seen that and anytime a woman comes at you with a with a cast iron skillet, be careful. Yeah. But real. She came at Mabel like that already to throw. Yeah,
1: ready to she was ready to go to war. Hmm. And because they were supposed to be homies. Yeah, Mabel was a seductress,
0: and she's like, me and my ex-husband were swingers. Like, you a freak. Yeah,
1: I remember that. I remember that. She was a freak like shit. Mm-hmm like shit
0: and what's it called when Charles all the shit he was doing with Mabel like dancing and the after party even went on a, on a date with her to which Meech catches him on yeah Meech was like what the, what the
1: fuck, fuck you Ma- doing here
0: I ain't gonna say nothing but it was like I still get surprised.
1: It. niggas do niggas shit, but like still still you my daddy's already my dad you. like you still the f- you still the husband of my mother and that's fucked up yeah so but yeah it was, it was interesting
0: and they divorce eventually too we knew that was going to happen uh, based uh, on what we know about them in real in life.
1: In real life, yeah, yeah, that's true. Unfortunate.
0: And also, the Flannery brothers, apart from the whole, like, in, inner city drama and whatnot with yeah. their family, oh, their cousin in Ohio, the one that just stole money from him, and Meech, yeah. they find him, and Meech, I'm going to beat you ass like family. Beat dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take your ride, too. Like, Meech don't play.
1: Hey, Babers got carried away with the Meech... When he smashed the joint in the strip club, it went oh, yeah. viral on uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of women were like, "Damn, I want that nigga." I'm like, seriously,
0: yeah, you want you want this character because in real yeah, life, yeah, yeah, Demetrius yeah. Flannery Jr. is not as charismatic as as he the younger chill. version of his father. Yeah, I plan. heard he's
1: messing with um, what's the face, the musician? Huh? the one that used to be a stripper. Used to be a stripper? Fuck yeah, They're She all... just had a kid not too long ago. Our, our, not not H- Halsey. Summer Walker. I oh. think I think they're they're dating now, Summer Walker.
0: And I say and I say that Meach he's not as charismatic as he as he is on the show because in real life he looks uncomfortable and nervous to speak. Like he a young you know, dude. Say, a young dude though. He a, he's on, a young dude. Dimitri's going he's
1: got a serious bass though for a young for his height and, yeah. his, and his age. Uh huh. He's got a mad bass in his voice. And he's yeah. told like he's gritting his teeth together too. Yeah, a lot yeah, of the time. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like he like he like he's uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: But on camera, it's like okay, 50s act, acting classes that he you put you paid, team paid, paid off. off.
1: Paid off, yeah.
0: It was a good season. Good I don't season. think it's as good as Power, but it's a good show. No, 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 no. But there's a difference. Actually, actually, you know what? Of all the black shows that were, that that come on around that time or whatever, including once it ended, Snowfall, Bmf, and Power. Power just gets too unrealistic.
1: That I, I was about to say. That's the only difference. Power. I mean, Bmf is based on real events, so you can't, you can't. Pull so many plot twists like you do in Power. Yeah, but Power is more entertaining because it's because you can do that because it's not real.
0: I mean, in certain books of it, really, it's like with Tariq's story. Ghosts is like every every episode. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Where really? at, whereas in Snowfall and um, and uh, BMF, BMF, they're, based they're based on real events, events. Yeah. So you can't really twist it too much.
0: And they got a lot of better actors too.
1: Much better actors. Yeah. That's I think that's the only knock you can really hit. I mean, there's some unrealistic shit in Power, but it's more entertaining. Yeah, and the acting in, in the other two are better. So that's and what, what I meant to say in the other show that I forgot. I remembered. What? I heard the book for Notebook is actually worse than the movie, and the movie is trash to me. So.
0: Don't need to read it then. Exactly. But mm-hmm. yeah,
1: back to this. Yeah.
0: Also, Detective Brian. Oh, what was you, man? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. His son, I, dog. His son,
0: though, no, he, he took the gun that Brian was hiding and used it to kill that bully. Yeah, the same yeah. that JMo used last yeah, season. To, to kill.
1: To kill um, Forget the name of the the, the person. Oh, it was a rival. Yeah, a rival gang member or whatever. Or oh, the, the gun that B. Mickey used to kill James. B. Mickey, yeah,
0: B. Mickey used to kill. Jimo, yeah. But it's like, okay, you use that gun, and now you're gonna be. You're gonna. The,
1: it's gonna pin. They're gonna pin it all on him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, 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 and and Detective Jin, Veronica Jin, yeah, the one who smashing. Yeah, she's like, you know how you said you handle something for me. Well, I'm not gonna strike out today again. Like he's like, okay. <laughs> and against the wall too, and then that looked cringeworthy. Now if Kelly, yeah, who it was cringeworthy, if Kelly who was was looked younger instead of haggard like she does now, it would have it would have been better. Oh, if she was Scorpion King or even Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven level. Oh, she was in that. Jason, Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I stopped she,
1: watching that shit way before that. So yeah.
0: Yeah, she was the Asian girl in the film that was snorting coke and got caught by the principal. Okay. Yeah, but she she was better looking like in her younger days. But it's like they made her look more older and haggard for this because she saw she does self harm and whatnot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like cuts herself and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But she was yeah. a more she was a moral center of the police department. Really, absolutely,
1: absolutely. She's
0: not corrupt. She's willing to keep Brian's secrets to a point. Yeah, but then she tells him after a while she's like, Nah, fuck, fuck them. you. I'm not helping your trifling ass anymore. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like,
0: exactly. Like okay, people, anybody who doesn't have an urban urban vibe to their voice or whatever should not say trifling yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not helping your trifling ass yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Whereas any black
0: person or a Spanish person, I ain't helping your trifling ass nigga. It goes a lot. They would have said it long, like that. goes goes a long way. It goes a, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And Brian, everything he was doing to be Mickey this season is like, you kind of deserve your your the the end that you got.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately B Mickey lost his trust for Mo. Meech. Meech, Meech, loved him though. You can yeah. tell Meech loved Meech. Meech really loved that dude.
0: And the build up of when he was saying, I, how, "You need to respect how I handle B. Mickey, all right?" And so if I, I handle Lamar your way, so respect yeah. how I handle B. Mickey. Like what yeah. you gonna do? Basically, like don't even bother with the yeah. gift. Basically, excommunicate him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. like when you when you read when you read and watch documentaries about the real B. M. F. and you you understand the, the, how the real Meech operated, he was like a real like. He loved the people he worked with. Yeah, he wasn't pretty, like on some power trip and shit. He treated like family. Yeah, he he really, and it's that's right, like that's it's right there in the name, Black Mafia Family. Exactly that that kind of ties into their their whole dynamic. Because usually when you see people in this in this in this game or in their trade of life, they usually come from like homes where like their parents are abusive or like. Mm-hmm. One of them is a drug dealer. One of them is a gang member. And they just kind of inherit that shit. Yeah. But whereas they come from like a solid, you know, very stable... Well, I won't call it stable. Not home a broken home, home. Not a broken home. Like, poor. really, really core family values. Despite um, this. Despite their poor shit. Shape. That's why they were in the game. Yeah. But like, as far as family values, they come from a really good home. Like, their parents exuded love, mm-hmm. church...
0: They didn't come a morally... They weren't morally bankrupt. So they didn't this come is, morally bankrupt. Exactly. Counseled. This is why
1: they exuded that in their business acumen too. Yeah. Um, so it makes a lot of sense when you actually... Like,
0: so he takes betrayal seriously. Yeah, exactly. Personally. Takes it personally.
1: Personally, yeah. Yeah, and you can... You, that's I get,
0: why... I get that. I mean, a lot of... I mean... And he's lucky he just got excommunicated because what's it right. called? Other, other, other gangsters, other fictional gangsters yeah, that they really take... him. That take that shit seriously, they would have killed him. They would them. have killed him, yeah. And when you, and when not you, even just business.
1: When you hear people's like... Um, testimonies and, and accounts of uh, Meach and ter- and Terry. Well, ma- mainly Meach. Yeah. Everybody was like, he's a real real dude, like cool as fuck. They mm-hmm. everybody loved him. That's why rap- that's Why rappers love yeah, him? Yeah, Jeezy loved him. Um,
0: the brat. The
1: brat. Fucking um, what's his face? Even little 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 Scrappy mm-hmm. was around him because you know he was in Atlanta, so all these yeah. Atlanta. Everybody
0: really fucked with him because he was he, was, he exuded he, that he exuded confidence, and he wasn't no, he wasn't a cheap dude. He wasn't nope. the kind of dude that. Over promised and underdelivered. Yep. I mean, even though it seems that way in the show with like the charm that he has, yeah. it's like, okay, okay, I'm a, I'm a, make you put your money where your mouth is nigga. Yeah. And when he does, it's like and when he's does,
1: okay, okay. And like when you when you look into them, like you see he executed his business with minimal violence.
0: Yes, minimal violence. Minimal it's, violence. It's illegal as shit, but yeah. still it's it was like well
1: organized and illegal.
0: He he took the violence. So like out a of the lot game. of
1: like the 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 alphabet boys were really shocked at how well <laughs> They were able to execute this business for so long without implementing without dropping no bodies. Without, yeah. Exactly, without dropping bodies or, or you know, it was so well organized. But like it was done at a very clean style. But, but what even got them was illegal. But what got them got is their excesses, their party. Yeah, 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 and then the, exactly partying, which mm-hmm. didn't add up. The numbers didn't add up. Right. And stuff. So
0: because guys when cause when you when you're black and you got money, you know people don't want to see you do well.
1: Absolutely. Shout out to America. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was good season two. I'm um, looking forward to season three. Anything you want to add in? Um, Let me see what I got
0: right here in my notes right here. Oh, yeah,
1: Wanda, Terry's girlfriend.
0: That was that was the stupidest part of the season. Her stealing Terry's items, his belt, and whatever, and giving to that fake-me-out Miss Cleo motherfucker so she could tell their future.
1: I remember. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Shorty, I guess.
0: Laurie. Laurie's my favorite. Who's Laurie? Laurie was a short-haired... Sor- Sor- Soraya. Soraya. That's yeah. my favorite, too. Yeah, I love her. That's, she, that's b
1: Mrs. baby mama.
0: One of them, anyway, because Monique oh, was yeah, one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Because she Laurie, she was going to Wayne State University. She's basically a good girl who yeah. fell in love with a bad guy.
1: She, she's definitely my favorite out of, the, out of the bunch.
0: But she knows when to put her foot down, saying, uh-uh, you want to come by here next time you call yeah, yeah, first. Goodbye.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The short She's actually
1: a musician. She's actually a mu- she's, I think she's a musician. her singer. In life. Yeah, and then she's also from Empire. I never watched that show, but Me I know she's from there, too. So.
0: And people often compare power and empire to one another. Not like, those even are close. two different shows. Not even close, yeah. They're just but, urban and black. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all they got in common.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Um, Lamar did he got he got killed, right? No, Lamar is still alive.
0: He's just a bum Oh, he's, on the he's locked up now, right? No, he's on the street.
1: He's on the street, okay. Yeah, he's, okay. he's, okay, he's how that... Because they it,
0: forced it. him to smoke all that crack and now oh, he's now out he's of his mind head. on the yeah, street.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm curious to see how this season three pans out.
0: I heard they're gonna do like a spin off with Lamar starring that.
1: Okay, we'll see how I'll be goes. okay with
0: that because I, like I like Eric Kofi Abrifa.
1: Shout out to my Ghanaian brother.
0: You, has he ever been on, on Top Boy Summer House? He should be up on there. Yeah,
1: he's, yeah. He'd be perfect he's, for that He's, he's acted with a lot of them.
0: I can see that. From
1: Blue Story, which we'll, we'll touch next week. A lot Next, of those next British season. Next, um, next episode. Next episode, yeah. Yeah. Next uh, month. So a lot of them are in there. Jamie's in there. Um, the chick from Bridgerton, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's in there. Uh, a bunch of those actors from England are in on that sh- on that movie in that movie, so we'll see. We'll All see. Right. Yeah, so but Hot yeah, Boys Summer House.
0: Yeah, that's coming back on. It's coming it. back. I'm season- looking forward
1: to that. That's a great show too.
0: Yeah, we covered that. that I'm glad you put yeah. me on to that. Yo, yeah. thank you for that, dude.
1: For sure, for sure, for sure. Great show. So, but um, yeah, um, any mm-hmm. closing statements for this one before we? Uh...
0: I can't wait for season three because how it ended with Meech getting shot up in that strip club or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And how Terry's uh, domestic situation is gonna go? It's like get rid of get rid of what's her face Marquisha. Yeah. And why why is she playing the same a character with the same name, sort of the same thing she had in Power, Lakeisha Grant? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Markeisha, Markeisha here too. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And you still can't act. I know, I know. Shout mm. out to Lala though; she's cool. But yeah. She? yeah. Well, yeah, that's
0: all I got for Bmf. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania 3 and The Notebook we'll never got to see you again thank the fuck Christ yeah no, I mean please. sorry sorry
1: next time we give you a poll please pick a good movie pick a better movie <laughs> we still love y'all though. <laughs> but, and pick
0: something that's palatable
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um, any last closing statements maybe?
0: nah nah what about yourself
1: Um, couple of plugs as you can see the lock tomorrow is gonna be two years in for my locks oh yeah so yeah, shout out to uh, my loctician and check her uh, page out. If y'all trying to, you know, she doesn't only just do locks. she does locks. she does nails, she does other hairstyles. So ladies and dudes who are trying to get locks as well, tune in, follow her, Lockspiration. we'll put her link and all that in, in the a, bio. In a bio and um, also in the description of our YouTube. And also another black business Shia travels if you're interested in going to the motherland aka the great elephant as I call it Africa If you want to go around to different countries please follow this follow this uh, page Um, also inquire as to what country you're trying to visit I'll set it up for you get you on tours etc etc black-owned businesses go and support we'll have them in all descriptions and in the bio, all of the above. Also, my personal page, I'm going to advertise them. So, check them out. Check out my boy uh, over here. His... Um, Shack House. Yup. And
0: check out Rexco Comics as well, too, with my boys Troy and uh, Nick Allen.
1: Word. Word. Yes. Love always. See you next month. See for the next, next For episode three. Stay tuned. Peace.